Hey. What's up, Bruce? What's, What's happening, Daryl? Hey, man. We want to welcome everybody to another special edition of Music is the Key. Right now, I got Bruce sitting right here with me. We're getting ready to have some fun, man, bringing our brothers over from Q Point. But what's been going on with you, Bruce? Did you did you, you had a good weekend? Had it last time since last time um, we all got down? Yeah, man. You know, celebrating some birthdays, celebrating my wife and uh, her twin birthday over the weekend sure. out of town, you know, and um, actually happened to stumble upon a record down in LaGrange, Georgia, of all places at the Goodwill. So, um, yeah, man, it was a good weekend, and I'm uh, rejuvenated, fresh, and ready to go. How about yourself, man? Hey, man, I feel good. I'm not going to tell y'all what I do over the weekend because I like to keep a mystery about myself. But right now, what I'm getting ready to bring on, I, in other words, I did nothing, boys and girls. That's basically what that meant. Uh, I'm getting ready to bring our good brothers from the Q Points podcast here. Let's bring on good brother Jay Ray and brother Sir Daniel. What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> All right. How you brothers doing today? Hey, I'm excellent. Yo, same, same, same. And grateful and happy to be here, y'all. Thank y'all so much for having us over awesome. on the show. We get to play records. Cross yeah. promotion in this thing. I'm going to run this a little. I'm going to see something. I'm going I'm to see if something. We're going to. Bam. Okay. Yeah. 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 Got the cross promotion going on in this. Thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, my go. mind. Y'all know. Y'all know how my mind works. You know. Um, thinking all the time. Like, listen, y'all. Can I say this, Daryl? The last time I seen you. That's right. You were um, you were at uh, I Lounge and you were being Nacho Libre with the mask <laughs> on. You came through and surprised everybody. It was like, who is that? Who is that? Nice. Then nice. I feel, I was like, oh, y'all don't know who that is. <laughs> When zero comes out, it's something special. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> zero, but, but you know, but zero is like in his planet right now. So he only left oh. me with the mask, but he told me whenever I need him, he's right here. So wow. <laughs> Love to zero. <laughs> zero powers. <laughs> Love to zero. Well, you know what, man? It was very good seeing you that last time that um, we all convened. That was right before COVID. That literally was right before COVID because that was the end of, that was February, 2020. I had been sick that entire month. Yes, it was. Wow. I, I, I thought he was even I was sick that whole 2020 and I almost not made that trip. Wow. So that's what was, that whole thing about that, come to find out, I had the same symptoms of COVID when I came down there. Dang, so you I was just in the that was a super stage. spreader evening. It was, yeah, super, I, that was a super spreader. We didn't even know. And we didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought I had the flu. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally thought I had the flu and almost that's why everything was so backed up when I saw you all because we were just flying in. Okay. Like, literally yeah. just flying in. And as soon as we walked in, we were told, oh, man, we're going to be up there at 10. Yeah, it was like nine or ten, and then as soon as I got in, it was like, "Yo, come on!" And I'm like, "What yeah, is going you on?" Came straight to the stage, straight to the stage, and then I went straight up out of there. I said hi to everybody, and I had to bounce. Tell us about the Q Points uh, podcast. Yeah, I really want everybody because yeah, yeah, I'll, we'll get on me, and I'll be somewhere else. <laughs> so Q Points, um, J Ray, and first of all, J Ray and I have known each other uh, close to a decade now. Yeah, man. Wow, and um. One thing that we've always connected over is music, mm -hmm. um, the history of music, uh, especially black music. Yep. And so we decided, you know, that we are going to 
take our skills, our knowledge, and just create a format, a platform for where we could talk about, have meaningful discussions Mm -hmm. about um, black artists and black art and just, you know, have a good time talking about it, but, you know, not be a gossip blog or anything, but just to be, you know, have really deep conversations and, and possibly let some people know um, some information that they didn't know and possibly put them on to some artists that really made an impact in the past and, you know, give them some flowers. Well, I'm all about giving people their flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You always been pretty cool like that. Jay Ray, what you got to say? I see it on your face. No, you know, I think one of the beautiful things about um, us deciding to do cue points together is that we were doing we were doing something individually that had the crossover of feeling like what cue points eventually became. Mm. You know, of course, DJ Sir Daniel was working on Wild Girl Wednesdays. I was working on a project called the Black Music Mixtape. And we were both dealing with black music history in kind of this way of trying to engage folks in having these dialogues. So the beautiful thing was we kind of saw each other mm-hmm. and then had the conversation. And I feel what, I, what I'm so grateful for and thankful to you, Daryl and Bruce, um, for having us on is because it's the same thing, right? Yeah, Seeing yeah. what other folks are doing and ways to be able to come together to, to do something collectively. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's how we kind of made Q Points come together. Well, we're getting ready to come together music, uh, beautifully with this music, man. Uh, I think nobody could set this moment off better than our good brother Bruce Phillips right there. Bruce has the sultry, smooth, mellow boy. <laughs> he has the nicely quaffed beard and he's ready. I haven't had a haircut for like four weeks, man. Would you just let me give my intro? (laughs) (laughs) Man, take it away, man. Let's have some fun. You know, uh, first off, I just want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors here at uh, Music is a Key. That that, is Big Boy's Barbecue Sauce. Uh, Some of the best barbecue sauce around. And just like the slogan says, it is just good. All right. Shout out to Big Boy's Barbecue Sauce. Um, So the first joint I'm going to be playing today, uh, we're going to cross the the seas. Normally I cross the Atlantic, but we're going to cross the Pacific this time. And we're going to go over to Japan with the uh, jazz saxophonist Sadeo Wantanabe with his 1978 album, My Dear Life. Um, And the track I'm going to be playing off this is entitled Safari. Uh, Just a... just a dope track. It's uh, I don't want to say deep, but it definitely gets me kind of in my thoughts. So let's check it out. Sadeo Wantana be with Safari. on drums, Dave Grusin on keyboards.
Time to be a little taste of Safari of the 1978 album on Flying Disc Records in Japan. Um, I advise against pulling on Big Dog's tails unless you know that dog. Just saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was a fact that I feel like everybody should know. You guys agree? How's that record make you guys feel, man? You like that? You don't gotta put so, them on the spot, you know, if you don't no. like it. <laughs> so here's the thing. So like it's definitely when I think about Bruce and, and his lane, yeah, and what he plays, this is definitely it. Yeah. It's gonna put you in a zone. And we need that. We need we need more of that music that can make you think. Because sometimes I think a lot of us are addicted to the clutter of music. Music is super cluttered now. And this, what we're listening to right now, is pure. Yeah. That's and the what, word for it. And I think picking up on that too, Sir Daniel, I think the beautiful thing, first of all, I was screenshotting the album so that I can remember to go and, and get it. <laughs> and what I was listening to was who was playing on the record. That's the other thing. One, I missed that about music. You know, the idea, that's why I love records so much, because you can like pick them up and see who the players are and then start to connect the dots. Like I'm listening to the players on this and be like, oh, my God, like there's so many people playing on this record that I like from other records or even their own work. So, um, yeah, music is beautiful, man. It is. Some would even say it's the key. It is the key. Uh, I, I like what you did there. You see, like how, you you see how you got that? See how you slid yeah. that in there? Well, yeah. yeah. I think this would be fitting if we we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it a little different this week. We're gonna go Bruce, and then we're gonna go to our guys from Q Points, and then I just round it out. And you. So, which one of my good brothers would like to go next? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do you want it, Sir Daniel, or do you want it, Jay Ray? Who wants this smoke right now? Let's send Damn. it over to J Ray. Let's I'm right. go. J Ray, I'm gonna go. Over there. I'm gonna go. Okay. He fronted on so, you. He fronted on you. See how he did the J Ray? No, it's it's all good. It's all good. The, the so like, there you go. We <laughs> we yeah, are gonna go. Uh, so I need to explain to the to everybody to um how I had to think about this. I had to give myself parameters. Oh. So my parameters were my parameters. I was like, I'm gonna do it by decade. Mm. So I was like, wherever I start is where I will end, right? So I'm actually gonna start current. So I'm actually gonna play a new record. Um, so, well, new as in 2021. So Chawa um, is a second line band out of New Orleans mm. and their new record is called My People. And I'm in a festive mood and this record is real black and real, it just makes you feel all the things, but it also, has the message in it, which y'all will hear in this tune. So I'm gonna play the first, um, and y'all can see the record is actually real dope. It's got like colors and stuff on it. So I'm gonna play um, actually the, the title single, My People, now. Oh, that's hard. Look at the screen. See? <laughs> right, right, he's stunning right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all know I'm six. <laughs> uh, 
Hey. So that joint came out in April. Um, it is Chawa. Uh, it's from their new record, uh, which is called My People. The whole record is that beautiful. That's <laughs> dope. Yeah, yeah, that joint was dope. So yeah, I highly recommend that record. Point blank, period. Man, you got you got music folks touching in on you. You know, the ologists just hit you with a you blew his brain clean off his head Woo. you know what i'm saying i'll let you see it again for the people who didn't see it in the back side of the class Woo. <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that that was that was that was that was clean so that's how q points is doing that's how y'all starting off you know what i'm saying y'all starting off bringing uh, uh swords of truth with you okay i see what's going on i see what's going see. on that's why I alley ooped to him. I was like, "Oh, I know he got I got a heat rock for you." Real okay, quick. well then I'm getting ready to alley oop into you. Put your, put your man's out there like that. Let's go ahead and see what you got. Good DJ. All right. So, so I gotta say that um, if you anybody that's followed me, J Ray um, mentioned this earlier. I was doing a Twitch broadcast and it was called Wild Girl Wednesdays, and um, it was dedicated to mostly 99.5 percent. Uh, black women in music. Um, and I would do it by genre, you know, decades, all of that good stuff. I've been, I, I have an affinity for uh, women on the mic, girl groups, whatever. So the first record that I pulled um, is a record from that reminds me of my eighth grade year. Um, it was the turn of the New Jack Swing takeover. Um, and when I think about girl groups that came through that era, this is a group that um, I think could have been big, but didn't go as large. So I, I'm, I'm pulling from the girls uh, debut first and only album called Love Me or Leave Me. Mm -hmm. uh, Monica Payne, Tara Geetner and Tara. I uh, can't think of her last name right now. Um, you might recognize them if you're a fan of Albie Shore. They were Albie Shore's backup singers. Um, they did a lot of writing and producer. Monica Payne is still an industry insider. Um, Two Shorts X at one point. So, you know, and she still has her, you know, has her feet in the game. And what I did, what I appreciate about them in the 90s, Monica and Terry became Terry and Monica. Terry and, and bangers. Yeah, you know, yeah. Bangers. I love Terry and Monica. I love and, and um they're out here right now. So yeah, shout out to them. So so I'm gonna hit you with um one of my favorite cuts off the album. Uh again, it might sound a little dated because it, it's early New Jack Swing, Kyle West on the production. Break it um down. break it down, Kyle West. And of course, this is one of the groups that Andre Harrell touched. And brought to the forefront, Andre Harrell really, you know, had his hand in like the 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 zeitgeist of the moment when it came to to New Jack Swing and just hip hop culture in in, in general. So I'm gonna hit you with uh, "Do You Want Me" by the girls. <laughs> Oh, you know what? 
I was going to say, oh, so they, they were released on Uptown, but on a Capitol Records imprint. They were like one of the only groups that wasn't like Uptown uh, MCA, which everybody else was on. But, you know, I think once the Good Girls, which was on Motown, came through, they had a bigger machine. So that kind of pushed them out the way. So, yeah, that's my pick for today. Well, first pick uh, off the Love Me or Leave Me album, The Girls. And yeah, that's what I'm coming with. That's dope. Wow. That reminded me so much of seventh, eighth grade that I just felt so good, man. <laughs> that was very good. And it actually inspired me to jump just because I didn't know what I was going to spend first because you guys just intimidated me so much. You did just the anticipation <laughs> of my good brothers from the Q Points podcast coming here and whatever Bruce was going to drop. It made me feel like, hmm. What am I going to play? Well, I'm going to kick this thing off with Real to Real. Can You Love Me Like She Does? Produced by my favorite two producers, Jimmy and Terry. I thought mm. I had a prop or something to pull out, but I guess I don't on the spot. But this is early. This is right around the time. I don't think they had quite got kicked out of the time just yet. Um. But this is around that time when they was flying back and forth to um, Los Angeles to, you know, start doing a little something for themselves. So let's go ahead and get a taste of this thing. Let you see what early and Jimmy Terry production sounded like. Leon Silvers, as you can hear with that bass. Yeah, that you 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 just know what it was. But he was the one that was actually um 
bringing them into the fold out there and, you know, getting them where they needed to be. So, yeah, man, um, this is how I'm kicking off my day. I see Bruce in bewilderment and pointing over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> were they originally on Solar? Is, is that real to real or no? Yeah. They were. That- I don't think they were never on Solar. They were never on Solar. Um, oh. It was just a Leon produced group. Um, they're like a, Leon is Solar. Pretty uh, much, it was all early house production. But yeah. real to real was never on Solar. It's just basically, if you listen, that's a that's a silver reference track. If you think if about you it, I want to say that. Um, you got to show me. I think that's Boston singing this. Yeah, the vocal arrangements sound just like the older Silver stuff, just with an updated musical backing. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. Leon produced that's real crazy. to real. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, cause didn't Real to Real have a song called like "Love Me Like This"? Yeah. Love me yeah. like this, something like that. And yeah. that's oh, is that the same Real to Real? Yeah, it's okay. the same group. Hey. Yeah, word, it's just word. all Leon. Make sure y'all go get that Jimmy and Terry though. Go get it out. That's a, it's on. a really good record. I just yeah. uh, listened to an interview with um, Jimmy Which and one? Terry on NPR. They okay. just did. Um, they were on. Um, I think it's called Bullet Point. Uh, uh, Bullet Point. I think is the name of the show. Um, But really diving into the history, um, telling the true story around, you know, how, (laughs) you know, the time thing went down, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it's dope hearing that track because, one, you hear all of the signatures that are still present today in that song. And and I had my nose like I had the stank face on the whole time because I'm like, yep, that (laughs) more that, please. I've been holding that. Uh, I actually had my sister go to my storage and send me a bunch of my records out here um, instead of, you know, me trying to bring a bunch at a time. So she just sent literally I looked over and was like, oh, yeah, she just sent that over to me. She was I don't know what made her pull that out. She just grabbed some records and just did it. So, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. You mentioned something about the reference track, right? Yeah, and I'm sure y'all have um, seen the story going around about Andrea Martin yeah. and her reference track for Robin S. Show Me Love, and it's just blowing. so. Those, there's, but coming. there's a lot of be a lot of those stories are coming out. Like people have have laid down tracks for other people, and production companies just were like, you know, we'll just keep the essence there of that of the person that laid down the demo. Mm-hmm. And but I'm glad that a lot of these stories are coming to light. Yeah. Yeah. Think Robin S has been touring ever since that off, came out. Off that record, off yeah. that and, one and, joint. And that ain't even your voice. Well, well, well. She's actually. What the beautiful years. thing is, I think with Robin, she's also earned it too, right? Like yes, Robin, right? they yeah. clearly picked a vocalist that could mimic. That's mm-hmm. right. They had to be like, you have to be able to sing this joint like that sounds or that record. Because I never knew. I was just seriously like whoa really? and then when we looked at the apollo i was like oh you can clearly hear how she the voice sing. how yeah. she can sing but the voices are different and it's just like wow and andrea martin deserves her flowers for one she's just done so much work think about the work she did with outcast alone like yeah. the early wow. days of yeah man playing guitar she is actually mm, i'm gonna give you guys a, a andrea is one of the um She's playing the bass on Players Ball. That's oh, Andre's bass on wow. Players Ball. Oh, yeah. snap. I thought that, that was That doesn't surprise me. That's not wow. Preston on that one. That's not Preston. Oh, that's Preston, Andrea yeah, Martin. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not Preston. 
Wow. Preston is the only dude See? I've ever seen could talk on the telephone, hold a full conversation, and be playing on beat. Like, I've <laughs> never seen nobody do that before. On the phone, yeah, man, baby, I love you. And ain't missing nothing on this side. <laughs> That's wild. That's really yeah, wild. Real. Is, is, is she credited on the, on, the, on the record for Players Ball? That would be a great – that would be a great – that would be I'm a great. Pull out my CD. I'm gonna pull that. Wow. Yeah, that would be a great thing to know because I know for a fact that she played that on that thing, and many other industry people know that same thing. I think <laughs> it's time to take it back to the good brother Bruce. All right. So uh, today is the 78th birthday of one of my favorite musicians and songwriters. Um, of of all time and that is uh mr marcos valley from brazil and i'm gonna take it back to his 1972 album uh vento sul which is a uh, southern wind in portuguese and uh the track i'm gonna play is entitled uh malena uh, malena was the name of his then wife or, or child's uh, uh mother and the song is really just a uh I don't want to say like a love song, but he like he missed her so much that he he wrote the song because he had to spend time away to work on an album or I forget what the entire story is. But um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful song. And this release was on uh, Light in the Attic Records. They uh, reissued four of Marcos's early to mid seventies LPs um, and. Uh, Brazilian music aficionados Alan Thayer and Greg Kaz did translations and um, interviews with Marcos. Uh, so it's it's a really, really, really dope um, release. And Marcos still looks like this. 78, he still looks like this. Um, if y'all want to go check my IG, I got a picture with the brother from a couple years ago. Oh, I just saw that. I just saw that <laughs> picture, yeah. But yeah, so here goes uh, Marcos Valley with uh well you know what let me hold my horses one moment since he's singing in portuguese let me just read the first couple uh, uh bars of lyrics just so you can like have a picture of what he's saying so he's saying that be aware that i'm done here and then i'm gonna head over there to where i can find peace and the time to sing it's just that i got tired kid it's just that i'm getting it's just that i got tired kid it's just that i'm going with god kid it was god who sent me Heading there to the country in the country. So, yeah, Marcos Valley with Malena. Que eu parei aqui e que eu vou partir pra lá Pra onde eu tenha paz e tempo pra cantar Que seu moço me cansei, que seu moço vou com Deus Foi Deus que me mandou, parte pra lá Pro campo, pro campo É sempre gostei do sol, sempre gostei do céu Sempre gostei do mar, eu sou quem vem de lá Meu amigo eu vou chegar e me espere pro jantar E parte meu lugar, eu vim morar no campo No campo Vai mandar o que eu quero cantar. Ninguém mais vai dizer o que eu devo fazer. Se Malena vier e o meu filho trouxer, aleluia. Aleluia. Oh, yeah. 
that's Marcos Valley with uh, Malena. And oh, look at that. There's a flute. Flute is my favorite. <laughs> but, um, it's that but, bridge. Yeah, man. So, and you hear him saying hallelujah. And at that part of the song, he's like, he, he gets to see her again. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. You know? Um, but yeah, such a dope release. The, the album is incredible. Like I said, Light in the Attic uh, reissued this along with three other albums from that period. Um, and they're all phenomenal lyrically, musically, and they all have a different feel. Like this is kind of like a um, a slightly like psychedelic rock album. I say psychedelic, but it's not too hard. It's not too heavy. Um, he has like a more like soul based album. There's more one one more with like a, a pop feel to it. You know what I mean? So it's really good stuff. And he's still making good music to this day. He never stopped making good music. He released two albums last year. I'm sure he got more in his bag. I mean, he did a Sesame Street soundtrack. He's wrote written for so many people. I mean, Marcos Valley, you know. Happy birthday. Bomb Stoke. album, bomb album, bomb album. I really love that that bridge that was toward the end of that song when mm -hmm. it broke down. Yeah, that that's the that's the one. So you samplers and stuff like that, I just gave you guys a a, a treat right there. Listen I was just thinking brain. that I'm yeah. surprised it hasn't been sampled. Or, Listen to my brain. Um, so, Listen to my brain. So um, actually, so it wasn't this album, but uh, whoever produced for Jay-Z off the Blueprint 3 flipped the joint off of this album. He See? did. He sure did. Yeah. So. I, I can't forget to remember the song right now off the top of my head. I, I can't you. remember either. Okay. Well, Jay Ray, let me see what you got, man. Q points, Q points came out dunking on folks at the first go round. <laughs> see what you know what I'm saying? Y'all coming through now. <laughs> so you know, it's continuing in kind of the spiritual vein too. I'm, I'm oh, going okay. to Detroit. Um, so this is a limited pressing. This is like six to fifty um, for this record, but it's called Church Boy Lou. Um, oh, so. Yes, I see. Okay, so if you are familiar with YG, um, I almost played like a, a PPP joint. I, I saw the joint in the background. Yeah, too. I almost played that. But um, so, I, like I said, I picked my decade. Um, so now we're in the 2010s. Um, so I decided to go to 2015. And um, I'm going to play All Right. So Paul Randolph um, is, is singing. So when we think about this particular record, I'm hitting the mic. We think about this particular record, it is yeah. the... Um, amalgamation of house Detroit techno and uh, spirituals, Negro spirituals specifically, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of amalgamation. So the joint that I'm going to play is all right, and I do have it queued up. And you can see the vinyl is real dope. Um, it's a white vinyl, which is hard mm -hmm. to queue up, but I, I did it. And um, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to play a little <laughs> bit of this joint. I want to let this joint go a little bit longer because okay. it's a house joint and you need the intro and all of that stuff so hey you already prepped us we know what to get down in <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't press, and, and it's hard to cue. I didn't cue it. It's properly. okay. Hey, it's okay. Let the spirit going on the net. Yeah. Here we go.
so 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 that was all right from the church boy lou project it's i think it's available on streaming i think it's available on streaming um but yeah if you can hear that joint it's like it's three joints and then like a, a, a remix it's a beautiful beautiful project if y'all can pick it up but it's by um it's on yg's dirt tech rec follow dirt tech rec because he'll drop joints and they will be out of print in like 10 minutes after they drop wow. so so you definitely want to get it and um i have so many dirt tech rec joints because i just buy them all um because they are just dope for no reason so that was church boy luke Hey, 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 that's that's a brother we got to give his flowers, man. I mean, yeah. he has just been so prolific, uh, like the past at least decade and a half, at least yes. at least fifteen years. Like everything he touches is just I don't I don't understand how he maintains such a level of quality. It's yep. it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, man. Highly well, recommended. I know another brother prolific in his own right. He goes by the name of DJ Sir <laughs> Daniel. Yeah, come on, bro. You know you like my my, my big bro. That, you know? I can't that, call you my little bro. You're my big bro. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realize you were that much older than me, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who knew, right? Yeah, who knew? Well, we know today. Oh, bless you. What you got, man? What you got? All right. So picture it, picture Brooklyn, 1988. So. uh a young Sir Daniel is watching um, Video Music Box on a local channel in New York because MTV, first of all, we didn't have cable in the hood back then. And so all we had was Video Music Box. And Uncle Ralph, Ralph, Ralph McDaniels, the host of the show, introed a, new, a video and he was like, the first thing he said was, look out, Salt and Pepper, there's some new girls on the block. And I, you know, immediately my ears perked up and I was like, hmm, okay. So we're going to keep it in the, the uptown MCA vein. And I'm going to bring out Finesse and Sinquiz. <laughs> their debut, their first and only album, Soul Sisters. And here's the thing. So Uptown MCA was built off, was built on their backs, along with Heavy D and the boys. Um, Marley Marl had a, a really Big hand in, MC, in early MCA records, Uptown MCA records. A lot of people, I don't know if they realize how many pots that Marley Marl had his hand in. He had Uptown, he had the Juice Crew, but anyway, that's another story. So um, I bring up Finesse and Quiz um, because their real names are Sydney and Shireen. Now, if you're a fan of 90s nostalgia movies, Hmm, Sydney and Shireen, those are the main characters of House Party. House Party is legit, I believe, based on Finesse and Sinquiz, Sydney and Shireen. And it was actually, I believe, supposed to be including uh, Groove Be Chill, who was also another act on MCA. But Groove Be Chill and Finesse and Sinquiz didn't have that polish. So, of course, Kid and Clay, of course, had the polish that they were looking for. So they built the movie around them. And, of course, I think maybe Salt and Pepper might have been um, looked at for the role of Sydney and Shireen, but it didn't work out. So, of course, it went to AJ and Tisha Campbell uh, to play Sydney and Shireen. So I, those are stories that a lot of people, I don't think they, they pull connected dots to 
because a lot of these young ladies, they they came along and they kind of, you know, they made an impact on hip hop. One thing I will say is that I think that the, these MCM suits are a little bit are even more iconic than the music because everybody is rocking these MCM wow. prints, Dapper Dan. These are uh, these are original Dapper Dan's that they're rocking. So anyway, I'm gonna um, play a cut off the album called Soft But Deadly. Uh, we got Ultra Magnetic MCs on the production. Said G is on the SD20 on this production. So just check it out. You know, check it out when you have a chance. <laughs> with the backspin like that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, video in screen, got the backspin. Yeah, that's what, what we got to do. But what yeah, ultra magnetic MCs <laughs> on the production, you know, uh, again, Andre Harrell. Andre yep. Harrell, his well, legacy super dope and deep. His was crazy. Like, I hear elements of like Big Daddy Kane's Raw and like right. some of the like foundation of that song. Like, yeah. And I don't think I've ever heard that, which is interesting. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That was dope. Yeah. Really? And, and you can find that's one of those records that you can go into a record store literally and you can just grab up right now. It'll be sitting in, I guarantee you, sitting in that record store right now. So if you guys do not know that record, please go buy it. Show us that again, Sir Daniel. It's Yo, also look, available on YouTube, man. Um, absolutely. Look at look at the, the detailing on the jackets, though. They got the names in print. Yo, I, I wonder if they still have these because these Dapper Dance, I know they're probably worth a fortune now these days. You know, all the all the Doughboys always wore the MCM jackets when I was a kid. Like that was that's how you knew the cats who had the money. We had them, them MCM suits and them Gucci suits. Oh, yeah. Gosh, man. I to this day still want an MCM jacket. I know. Um, is it Misa, Misa Hilton? Misa Hilton, it, yeah. Yeah, that's. I know she's doing a lot with them right now. Um, Misa probably styled them. Misa's been around you know that what? long. Yeah. You know what? That's probably right. That's probably right. Yeah, because yeah. that was her get down. I know Taz also was um, Taz also was a part of MCM for a little second. He was designing some stuff. But yeah, okay, since you just played that, you inspired me to reach off uh, the shelf. And as I pulled today, I pulled full force, get busy. Because hey. that is a, that's a sound that you was just making me think of when you were playing that. These buff dudes, brothers and cousins, <laughs> all literally used to take the music industry by storm, not only with their muscles, but their 
dripping wet jerry curls. Come on, somebody. We're getting ready to have us a little fun right now. This is Full Force. I'm getting to play Unfaithful and listen to these uncle and granddaddy notes that they're about to hear <laughs> right now. Oh, girl! <laughs> Lisa Lisa singing that. Questions. So I got. I questions have questions. Yeah, yeah. I have so have many questions. Yo, so do you not hear? Um, it's Sugar Walls. Chan- no, not well that and Shannon. But you got to remember, this is these are the architects of that entire sound. A freestyle. Yeah. That freestyle sound. This is freestyle yeah. right here. So yeah. everything that you hearing from them. The elements of freestyle, you know, the Stevie B's and the uh, the, the Shannons and the Shannons, yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh, Lisa, Lisa, and Expose, Expose. This is the this is the father of that style. I agree. Full Force does not get enough credit. Wow. Like ex, well, ex girlfriend, uh, Cheryl Pepsi mm-hmm. Riley. Oh, come on, yeah, I mean, they hands were in every. They were producing I mean, for everybody. They had all the brothers walking bow legged at least through their whole legged a little bit. But, yeah. We're gonna kick your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. just like them them old them. This is when people weren't really like you don't get all that extra auto-tune. You don't no. get any of that. This is catch in the studio just rhythming. You know what yeah. I'm saying? One, one That's layer the way you want it, yeah. girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Just hitting reverb. notes that don't even... Come on, don't nobody sing like that no more. Girl, yep. like, why you putting that extra <laughs> on the girl, bro? Girl, girl. Right. You're absolutely yeah, but right. I, I miss this type of singing. I miss this type, type of production. I just yeah, like man. this type of fun and music, so... Yeah, that's why I, I like to spin things like this, because... I yeah, love that joint. It just feels good. It feels minute. good. feels good. Bruce... All right. Somebody, so uh, somebody says Bruce has some mellow sounds for us. 
So from one style to the next. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, this is a little joint uh, by, he was originally with a group, I'm trying to think of the name, Lambert, Ro Ross, Lambert, and Hendrix, Hendrix, Rambert, Lambert, and Ross, something like that. Jazz vocal group in the 60s. They were like one of the first like uh, integrated, you know, vocal groups because it was, uh, I don't know if it was two brothers or, or, or one brother and a white lady and a white dude. I don't know. But you know what I mean? They were kind of, um, you know, pioneers in a, in a sense. And this is the Hendrix from that group, John Hendrix. Um, and this is the album. This is the French pressing of, or UK pressing of an album. I'm not sure what the American name is called, but this is Bossa Man. And here on Bossa Man, um, it's funny because before we got on live, J Ray was talking about he was possibly possibly going to play a Joao Gilberto track. And this whole album is Joao Gilberto covers, and I had it already picked out. And um, so the track I'm going to be playing is entitled uh samba of my land and it's just like a, a just like a little a bouncy play playful bossa nova track with just some beautiful vocals um you know daryl you were just talking about the uncle and the granddaddy vocals <laughs> uh, this it, to me it sounds like he would just be like a family member you know who can sing half decent he's more than half decent but you know just singing over you know just you know some music on a radio or something like that. Uh, but I'm going to stop all the fumbling and bumbling. Here's John Hendricks with <laughs> Samba of My Land. Samba down in Bahia, I can hear you call. We get to singing, all the people ball. When we get to singing, all the people ball. Samba down in Bahia, I can hear you call. We get to singing, all the people ball. When we get to singing, all the people ball. Who does not like the samba is a soul incomplete and a little bit loony in the soul of the beat. I was born in the samba, and I still have my sway. And from that crazy old samba, I never get away. Oh, samba down in Bahia, I can hear you call. We get to singing, all the people ball. When we get to singing, all the people ballin'. So yeah, John Hendricks with Samba of My Land. And one of my favorite things about this track is like, it almost sounds like he's rapping a little bit on the hook. It just yeah. has, you know, like a modern cadence to it, like you know, juxtaposed with just the soft background so music. And it, I don't know, that to me, it's just, it's very endearing. And uh, I say it all the time on this show, I love things that just have like a, a warm, fuzzy, almost childlike quality to them. And uh, I mean, this is that. Let me hit, let me run this chorus one more time. I never get away. Samba down in Bahia, I can hear you call. We get to singing, all the people ball. 
When we get to singing, all the people ball. John Hendricks, Samba of My Land. Okay, so nice little ditty, you know. Wait, looks like the guys enjoy that. There we go. <laughs> Y'all probably don't want to hear everything I probably said right before that. <laughs> But that was a uh, that was pretty cool. That's pretty that cool. cool. That's pretty cool. Well, guys, let's get ready to go to our next guy right there. Oh, so I am pulling out. So, in 2020, um, the band Sade decided that they were going to release all of their records up to this point. Um, they remastered all of them. They um, and repackaged it um, in a um, in a package called This Far. Um, beautiful, beautiful vinyl um, copies of the record. So I decided, so I am, uh, so I just did the 2010s. I'm now in the 2000s, at the top of 2000 actually, and I decided to go to Sade's Lover's Rock. Um, and I decided to go to the title track. Um, I don't know, there was something about that track that was speaking to me this week. So we are going to play that. And hopefully I queued it up pretty well. So we'll see. And no. Oh. <laughs> see, I'm not, I don't have the fancy. I can't like forward spin and do all this. Hey, <laughs> Sir Daniel holding us all down. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Can we get a little more volume? Yeah, turn it up. Yo, I absolutely adore that song. And what I particularly like was it was released at a time when um, they were also incorporating some of the newer elements, some of the what they call chill elements that were happening in music at that moment. So you can hear the loop that's happening under it, but you hear the lush instrumentation that, you know, that the guys are providing. So shout out to um, Sade and that was Lover's Rock. So that was my show. Can I say that that record always takes me back to my days at HMV Record Store at Lenox Mall. You used to work there? Absolutely. I worked there for about three years. Hold on, hold on now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out on your thing. Was <laughs> HMV was in the front of the mall, like with the old, was that Sam Goody? Because I've been no, trying was... to remember this for the last couple of weeks. I know so, it was a record store downstairs. 
Yeah, that was FYE, or F-Y-E. it was called Camelot before that. Camelot yeah. Records was downstairs. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, right by Valet Parking, was yes, HMV Records. HMV. Yep. That's where Aaliyah was. She did the album signing in it. Did you work with Kaya? That name. Wait, the she name was, doesn't. She went sound, to Spelman. Yeah, God, God, I loved her. That was a great. That name, name doesn't sound familiar, but yeah, I was there. Look, I was there for the Blue Cantrell record signing. I don't know if that that. We matches up to the um Kaya, the was, Kaya was there during that. I yes, yes, really I sure. remember that name. Yep, yes. Kaya and Shayna and yeah, um, Shayna, yep. Yeah, oh Shayna went to Morris Brown. That's yeah, right. those are all my peoples. Oh, yep. Oh wow, see, small world. This is very why small world. Music is the key, boys and girls. Now tell us that thought that you were getting ready to have on that record. I stopped you when you said it always reminds you of HMV. No, it was just that it reminded me of my time there and how. What we, if you opened, you get to select what was played throughout the day until the second shift started. And so, without a doubt, when Lovers Rock dropped, like, especially the girls, like Shane and all them, they would always, that would be their one, their go to pick to play throughout the day because we couldn't play anything with cursing in it. Oh, man. Yeah. That was my favorite record store in Atlanta, man. Like, and for those that don't know, like, when Lennox Mall was when you didn't have metal detectors and stuff in there. You used to could valet park your car under this mm-hmm. little, it was like a little bridge, like a, well, not even a bridge, like an in, indention in front of the mall. And that's yeah, how were, you knew who had the money money back then. Yeah, They didn't yeah, even yeah. have valet back then, but yeah, before Atlantic Mall turned into the OK Corral. Before yeah. it turned into the, yeah, it's not the, it's not the valet that's right over across the street, but yeah. it was literally a little valet strip right in front mm-hmm. of the mall. Yeah, man, you used to commit. Everybody in that record store, man. HMV was a that was a yeah, that was one that of was the spot. Things. It was it was the spot. I was broke, but I had a lot of fun working there, seeing everybody come through and getting free CDs and going to party industry parties and whatnot. But yep. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. And then Tower was right across the street from y'all. Oh before man. they moved, yeah, down the street from there. Ah, those were the oh, days. Atlanta yep. memories. Oh, the Atlanta yes. memories. Yes, All right, sir. What you got for us, Sir Daniel? All right, so um, again, I like to talk. I like to tell stories or um, bring up facts about um, women who who this industry's back has been built on, right? So um, my next, the next um, MC, um, it goes by the name of LA Star, aka Lisa Alley Star. So I got to give you a little background. This is. B-Girls Live and Kicking, which I think may have been the first and only all-women MC compilation record to ever come out from the 80s, right? B- B- um, this is on B-Boy Records, which, of course, was home to KRS-One and Boogie Down Productions. So, and I think it was probably run by drug dealers, but anyway, that's another story. Of course so if you it look, was. You know it was. So if you look down here, we got Sparky D. And right here in the middle is L.A. Star, when she was a young, you know, a young um, chick uh, trying to get money. So fast forward to the early 1990s, L.A. Star landed a, a record deal with um, Profile and released the album The Poetess. Now, uh, out of all the New York, L.A. Star was coming with that real street game at the time. Like nobody else was really coming with um, street knowledge. Uh, kind of gangster rap, and she was from the Bronx. The the sad tale about this um, this record is that this is supposed to be her new start. 
right? Because she came from the from the mid '80s to now. Um, from what I understand, the record the record label just did not appreciate her appearance. Like they fought with them over the the video treatments. She only had like two videos. If you think if you search it on YouTube, the record company hated it. They hated her look, everything. And you can tell when um, if you look at a lot of women that are featured on album covers, if they're larger, if they if the record company doesn't appreciate their style or their look, they tend to do these tight shots. Or you see how like her face is blued out and covered up. Same thing on the back. I mean, they show her cleavage, which is, you know, which helps sell records, of course, to some people. But yeah, that's the story. But, you know, after that, you never heard from L.A. Star again. But fast forward to 2008, her daughter ended up on the Miss Rap Supreme um, contest on VH1 and ended up winning. Her name was Reese Steele. And they brought up her mom. Um, yeah. That's Reese Steele's mother. Yes. Lisa Alley Star, L.A. Star. And what's another funny thing, whenever I think of L.A. Star and her album, The Poetess, I think of The Poetess out of L.A. Yeah, that's that's, homegirl. That's just how my mind works. But yeah. Yeah, But yeah, so the the song I'm going to play is is a real street tune. It's called My Tale um, from L.A. Star. Yeah, you know, um, that one's produced by Dr. Shot, which is a name that I I would hear floating around in hip hop circles a lot in the in the 80s and 90s. But yeah, really underrated, dope album from start to finish. Like she addressed um, domestic violence in one of the songs like she on on the record, she's getting beat up by her man at the time. That's how raw her um her storytelling was so uh and there's no there's nothing you can find about her like i don't know anything about her today i don't know where she is um i just know that i think b-boy records did some type of recognition of all of their artists at one point and i know sparky d was there but la star is a mystery she's like completely stayed away from the whole industry and it's just one of those stories of of forgotten, especially forgotten black women in the industry. And those are the kind of stories that I tell on Wild Girl Wednesdays. But so yeah, that was my my record, my last record. Have you ever tried reaching out to her daughter? 
I have not. I have not. The, but the last thing I heard, though, that their relationship was kind of strained. So right, I that's know. why I just shook my head, like, and I'll be quiet. I'll tell you offline. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Shout out to Reese Steele and her mother, though. LA Star. LA Star. Yeah. Yes, yes, As a matter of fact, she's L Reese is in the video, the uh, Fade to Black video. She's a, a little itty bitty girl in the video. That's her. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Wow. Well, I'm getting ready to hit you guys with one of the hardest dudes to ever come out of the South. He goes by the name of back then was Trick Daddy Dollars. And um, <laughs> and the song I'm getting ready to play for you is really my favorite Trick Daddy song. Um, it's called Change My Life. I love this joint, man. Uh, it, it comes from the year of our Lord, 1980 and 8. Mm. And it sounds really? a little, excuse me, 1998. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, this was, was gonna say this was on Skywalker Records. Probably yeah, wasn't right. doing it in 88. You know how you had to hold on to them. No. All right. So let's go ahead and play this trick, Daddy, right here. Change my life. That song right there got me through many a day in 1998. And that man, the beat still rise to this day, man. It's just, I think a lot of that time people didn't realize cats from the South really had a lot to say in their rhymes, man. It, you know, you may not, um, I think a lot of times people didn't identify with the twang or the sound of the, you know, coming out of the voice. But I mean, that was a real street movie. He taught you about everything, but stay away from tricks. Stop, <laughs> stop, uh, you know what I'm saying? Be careful out there slinging your dope and, you know, get home to your mama. Like all of this stuff is going on all in the rhymes, man. You know, it's just all a matter of sometimes, man, it's the messenger and people don't want to hear the messenger, but that message is, is universal for everybody. So yeah, shout out to Trick, man, and everything. Yeah, it was kind of heavy on the bone, bone thugs kind of flow, yeah. wasn't it? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trick had but a little my, something for everybody. Because think, 
first record Trick put out was Scar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I bet you yeah. can remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Trick just, he makes the kind of music you can feel. Um, there's a lot of artists that are in that, in that um, lane to me. But Trick was one of those artists out, out the South early, at least early in his career. You could feel his stuff when he rapped, man, because you knew he was rapping from the heart. So, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. I've never heard that song before, so... Thank oh you for really? Okay. Me today. Yes. Bless the Lord. Welcome yeah. to change my life. Yes. I fix that. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You got there, Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, Bruce, what's your last song? My final pick for the day. Uh, sticking on a, a bit of a Brazilian theme. Uh, it is an album by Cal Jader, entitled Amazonas. And this album is actually uh, it's produced by the percussionist Ayrto, and it was arranged by George Duke. Now, um, I want to say George Duke also he also played on this album, but under the name of the Willie Gonga. There may have been some like contractual obligation or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this album is my favorite Cal Jader album. Uh, it's really dope, and I'm going to play the title track, which is Amazonas, which is a composition by the uh, composer, pianist, uh, Joao Donato, who is still alive and kicking, 80-some years old, and still making music to this day. So here we go with uh, Cal Jader, Amazonas. Amazonas. And a little fun fact about Cal right there. He uh, actually grew up in the entertainment business. His parents were, were uh, vaudeville entertainers and he was actually a dancer as a child. So, And he turned into a drummer and a vibraphonist. So Cal Jader. Amazonas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, um, everybody watching and listening to the show, some people are actually listening on um, SoundCloud right now because they're maybe listening in the future. And um, remember, you could always watch this show on YouTube also under the channel wow. they might be taping. So you can go back and watch your favorite shows that you like to listen to the songs. And it's a visual show. And shout out to everybody who's been chiming in along the way. We see y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. Why well, you have to be LL right there? No, we see. <laughs> Is that at the end of that, bro? You know what I'm saying? We see y'all. <laughs> you know. 
So, yo, my last track of the night. This was the kicker. This was the wild card. And I'm going to just go all the way in since we are here oh. and y'all have been um, with us the whole night. So, the track that I'm going to play has actually turned, actually in like the, the beginning of YouTube turned into an internet sensation because a video of this individual performing on New York Public Access became one of the most watched videos ever. And I actually have the vinyl. I'm gonna play Moi Renee's <laughs> Miss Honey. So yes, I'm going, I'm going right here. I'm going to Moi Renee. Like, see, y'all know something that we don't know. What, what the so, hell is oh, happening? Oh, so, so here's the deal hilarious. about this okay, track. Okay, all right, let's check it out. Let's so the deal with this track is there was for a hot minute in the 1990s, um, as house music was getting into its finding its groove in the mainstream, there were subgenres of house music, um, particularly in like the queer community, there was a subgenre that this song arguably sparked, and it was called bitch, bitch music. I got my education, if you've ever heard that song by Uncanny, Uncanny Alliance, Alliance. Yep. fits right into this category. Uncanny Alliance was kind of like the major label version of this. But this track was not that. It was underground track. It was on this record label called Project X Records. And the artist was this drag queen named Moi Renee. And I am playing Miss Honey as my final track of the night. This is from 1992. And um, actually what surprised me about this track, because I had only heard it on YouTube, is I'm like, oh, this is a bop. I get why this was like a thing in the club. So um, we're gonna play a little piece of this and uh, Miss Honey by Moi Renee. Renee, rest in peace to Moi Renee. Moi Renee uh, died in 1997. And Miss Honey was, um, like I said, became an internet sensation because she appeared on a public access. So you could go to YouTube yeah. right now and watch Moi Renee Got the big and, and her background rig. dancing. Is the it this song? Green rig. Is it that this song? song? She's literally oh, I performing see I see that. Miss Honey 
live in front of a in front of a studio audience at That's this hard. public access channel and i was like i need to track down this song and because it's, it's kind of it's rare but okay. when i got it i was like oh this actually i get why this was a thing in yeah. new york clubs at the time yeah, you can yeah. so hear. 1992 new york city uh moi renee miss honey I'm adding that one to the. I like that. <laughs> I just like. I, I know y'all saw me laughing, but it was. It just caught me off guard when I heard that first one, Miss Honey. Yes. Like when I heard yeah. that first one. That's all. Like, yeah. When you see the performance, you're gonna laugh even more because it, yeah. it's yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Oh, classic, classic, out, classic man. joint. So shout out to Moira Renee. So yeah, right, that's well, my last joint of the night. Hey, well, we 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 we've been put on with some good music here tonight. Telling you. Oh man, that was the one right there. <laughs> I you never right know now, if, if we have a right. title belt to give right now. I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Is never there know. An album cover for that. There's no album cover. No, this was like one of them joints that it's like was just put out on the label. So it's you just know what? That. I'm gonna see if I can try to find that. I'm just gonna try to find a, a 12 in a sleeve. If I can find a 12 in a sleeve, that's going to be the cover of the show. Yeah, no, like, you yeah, can't. Yeah. There, there, you won't find a sleeve for it. It's like one of them joints that it was a very basic cover. But, um, but yeah, there's only like that's two great. other tracks that Moi Renee appeared on. Um, and I have the other one. I, there's a third that is harder to find. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Moi Renee appeared on a couple of joints back in the day. day, day. Right, so there we go. Right, that's my last joint. All right, well, you, uh, only Sir Daniel and me can beat. Well, I, I can't technically, I can't. So only Sir Daniel can beat you right now. Let's see what Sir Daniel got. I'm gonna have to turn it because y'all, y'all came off swinging on us. So I'm, I'm gonna make y'all turn on each other, man. Get him, Sir. Daniel. All right. <laughs> All right. So you know, um, growing up in Brooklyn really informed my um, my love for hip hop, and it was so close by. Like this, this particular when we think about hip hop clicks and power groups a lot of people don't talk about first priority music mm. now if you're talking about like before the firm before young money before all of those people there was the first priority music family and like their offices were so close by like i could walk to their offices and like i would stop try to see if i could see mc light or anybody hanging around you know because i was just that much of a, a hip-hop fiend at that age so they released in 88 um, a compilation called Basement Flavor. Um, this particular album contains uh, the duet between MC Light and Positive K, I'm Not Having It. Um, it. It introduced us to Positive K. It introduced us to the Alliance. But along the lines of Wild Girl Wednesdays, um, which is coming back soon, um, I want to introduce, well, this album introduced an international star by the name of Mishy Me. If Mishy Me is to, in the 80s, it was to Toronto what Drake is today. Okay. And Mishy Me na name still holds weight in Toronto like crazy. She's a, um, she's a radio host, but she started out as a, a, a rapper, an MC. Uh, KRS-One introduced her, really introduced her on a, a record called Elements of Style on one of his compilation um, records. And um, anyway, so the song I'm about to play is called um, Victory is Calling. And prior to, I think maybe Queen Latifah and Moni Love were the only uh, two female MCs that did a duet. But this is one on this song. You can hear MC Light in the beginning kind of giving Mishimi the alley-oop. 
as well as the cosine uh, and introducing her to the United States. And this, you know, I don't know how well it did outside of New York, but like certain people, real heads know about this particular album and the cut I'm about to play is called uh, Victory is Calling. And here we go. One stop, Mr. Driver. When you want to get off, eh? Big fuck you. Okay. Are you that King Lou? I know you're rich. You yeah. never hear something check off from last oh, time. Oh, are you that this? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to kick my dog. Sure. Well, I'm going to say, what type of crew? You know, it's a mission here in Canada. We're not going to talk. So I'm mud up. Yeah, I'm going to feel no way. I can't walk. I'm sorry. Maximum 60 hours. That's where they spread it. Oh, no. Oh, women. Yes, roar. Coming out fresh and fly than we did before. This is MC Mike on the mic with an appetite to see a fellow female do it right like this. Down to the marrow of the bone. Miss she me, take the microphone and uh, do a mic check and earn the respect with a rhyme. Miss she me, tell them what it's going to be. I said one little word, it makes me, mission me get heard. I respect the female from land to land, so Howard, take this Harvey's hand, but you can't. The poet is a wimp, you cat got your tongue when the style was flung, and all other suffering MCs get hung with the chain of lyrics linked like a ball. My style is a weapon, your head will record. Mission me is a giant, evading a void. In a world of style, this one stands alone. Mission me, you from Toronto, no America clone. Cause I possess artist material. You try to beat the factory, I blow you to oblivion. Oblivion? Oblivion. Mission, here we go again. You ready? The label is first. Priority. Killing the majority with power and glory. In the 90s, it's Mission Me and Foes are all history. I'm burning like a Nova. Decaying you away till your crisp feather chip made my Frito Lake. Escape the prophecy. Impossibility. Mission Me falling? No, it's just victory calling. So as you can hear, Mishimi is from Jamaica, and so she she kind of she integrated that uh, Jamaican um, uh, reggae chat into her rhymes, and like that really set her apart. And you can um, the second single that really like rang off in Brooklyn was a song called "On This Mic," because towards the end, it, the beat changes and goes straight into a pat 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 reggae beat. And she starts toasting, and it's just like uh, it completely rang off in the in in uh, the dance halls of Brooklyn back in the '80s. But yeah, to this day, Mishimi is a is like a, a celeb in Toronto. Like you go in Toronto, you mention Mishimi, and be like, oh yeah, she's an OG, she's an icon, and she really put on for Toronto and King State side and did her thing. And you heard the beat changes and everything in the record, so it was it was just super dope. Like I, I think that. Particular song was kind of ahead of its time. Hmm. That was Classic. hard. That was hard. Shout out to Mishi Me. What you guys think? Anybody got any thoughts before we flip and go to the last song of the day? Dope. I, I also, I'm getting put on tonight because I remember that compilation, but yeah. I don't remember that single. And I love the transition from Light into Mishi Me. I, yeah, so classic. Yeah, that. That intro was dope. I really like how you said, Daniel, how, how she kind of, you know, like kind of uh, uh, gave her the props going into it. That was yeah. that was a dope little uh, alley-oop she did. Well, I guess we can go ahead and close this thing out. Um, I'm going to play my last song. It comes from the UK. Um, I say that every show. I love the sound that comes out of the UK. I love that type of R&B. Um, 
you know. And this song's called Good Loving by Dave Collins. Let's just go ahead and taste it. I think I've played it on this show before, but if I did, who cares? Because the show is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce's. And Blazing. <laughs> and everybody's. You know, that's that lane I like to spin in, man. I like to stay in that lane because that's so Daryl. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's all right. We see. bind the devil. And see, I told you. You, right you see, right when I bound the devil, see what mm -hmm. happened? Had to bind I was that, just man. switching stuff over. I was Come like... on, man. We had to bind that. No, no, no. But yeah, that's just a little something out of the UK. Dave Collins, good loving. Yes. I have the same affinity for UK uh, joints like you do, Daryl. Like yeah, UK man. hip hop, R and B, yeah. love it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Beautiful same song. thing, same thing, man. Like through, especially during the like '90s. Like my actually, mm -hmm. one of my goals was like move to London and make music. I didn't know <laughs> what I meant, but I was like, go do that because that sound over there was just everything yeah. that I needed. Yeah, that's still awesome. special to this day. They got a lot of dope stuff going on to this mm -hmm. day. Yeah. To this day. Yeah, man. To this day. Hey, well, you know what? This has been very beautiful today. Um, not only, especially, this was uh, especially important for me because I hadn't had the opportunity to really chop it up with the brother, um, the good brother right here, man, Sir Daniel. And, you know, when I saw Sir Daniel was doing something, I was like, you know what? How can I, like, just show my love to what my brother's doing. So, you know what I'm saying? I just thought it would be cool to have you guys, like, join the show. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been a pleasure spending with you, Sir Daniel. So, yeah, man. Absolutely. And I can't wait for us to do it again. As a matter of fact, J-Ray and I were talking, and we're hoping that we could return the favor and you guys come join us on Q Points, at, you know, on a Thursday evening. Yes. You know, let's work that out. Yep. Yeah, when Blaze gets back, we'll, we'll we'll make sure we set that up. 
mm-hmm. or something that could work with you know everyone's schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um, I like what you guys are doing. You guys make sure that you support. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna let them tell it because they could tell it better than me. <laughs> so you know, everybody, please. First and foremost, follow us on um, social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Q Points, on Twitter at Q Show, and we're at Q Points on Facebook for those of you who use Facebook. And what we really want you to do is head on over to QPoints.com. Um, you can become a Q Points insider. So Sir Daniel and I are building out what some of the other stuff is. We got some other stuff that we are working on and planning and we're inviting people into our world as well so come on over um to qpoints.com and become an insider but you could check out the show weekly so if you become an insider you could just watch it on the website but we want to chat with you so we do it weekly on facebook on thursdays at 8 p.m eastern although this thursday will be at 8 30 p.m eastern but check us out uh at qpoints and we would love to have you and uh, yeah, thank y'all so much for having. This has us. been an this honor a for sure. No, oh, you guys, yes. definitely. A question: Do you? So to be a part of your show, you have to have Facebook then to be on your show. Not to I, be. No, we got you. We don't. We don't. We oh, you know. We we have a system that we can bring you into. You don't. Oh, have okay. To, okay. I'm about to say no. Perfect. Perfect. No, we blast out to Facebook, but you oh. you would join us much on, like on we're your, joining you. On oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I got yeah. You. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I was man. like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to play. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, yeah. You could do all the same stuff. Oh, okay, <laughs> all the same okay. stuff. So, um, Sir Daniel, with you, I mean, you guys have anything going on this weekend? I know Bruce got something going on at the end of the month. We can get that later. But you guys have anything else going on? Um, um, so I, I'm pretty certain. Well, I, you know, I heard from my brother, Johnny Dynamite. Uh, we got um, Vinyl and Vibes. Uh, Sweet 16 this Sunday, oh, and wow. I'm on the lineup, so I'll be spinning, hey. um, doing a set on at Vinyl and Vibes uh, this Sunday at I Lounge in Glenwood in East Atlanta. Uh, follow our brother, um, Johnny Dynamite at Vinyl and Vibes if you're in the Atlanta area. It's Sunday evening, it's a really nice time. It's, it's a bunch of us like minded individuals that just love music, you never know who's gonna play what. And it's just a really good time. Just Daryl has graced the stage there. Bruce Phillips has killed it, yeah. you know. And so I'm just gonna come along and you know play a couple records for y'all myself. Oh man, uh, it, every time you spin, man, it's always a great time. So I know that's definitely not gonna be anything, uh, <laughs> anything short of nothing but the greatest set people ears have heard. J Ray, what that. you got? You got anything going on? Outside no, of the show? No. I, well, there's always something. But no, uh, main thing. So for me, uh, actually, oh, I got stuff this week. So not only do I have cue points this week, I actually will be um, having a conversation with the Bayard Rustin um, LGBTQ chapter of the A. Philip Randolph Institute. We're going to be having a conversation about hip hop and homophobia. Uh, so that's on Thursday. That's actually on Facebook. You can watch. But I'm going to be on there. I'm actually up um, wow. uh, myself, Dr. Mark Anthony Neal, um, 
oh my goodness, and the other, oh my God, the, the other panelists I'm, I'm blanking on. But that is going to be this, <laughs> I know, it's just always a thing. But that's this Thursday uh, at 7 o'clock uh, before we do cue points. And so, yeah, that's what I got going on this week. So we're going to be chopping it up and um, having some conversation about hip-hop history, HIV, homophobia, the whole thing. So, yeah. Is that going to be uh, live streamed? It is going to be live streamed. So I'll make sure that um, I'll put up something on my, my page as well so folks can watch it on the live stream. And I'll have, they might be taping people. Uh, yeah. they'll, they'll post it in the stories also for you. Cool. Thank you all so much, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll yeah, be they're probably They're watching right now. So, yeah, they just heard me. Ain't no, I don't think you can even <laughs> I'll have hey, them. Do it. Daryl got a whole staff. That's what y'all yeah. Daryl got a whole staff. <laughs> right. It's getting that way. You know me, sir, Daniel. I'll just fall off the face of the earth and won't nobody know or hear from Bruce. No, too. Won't nobody know or hear from me, but I'm trying to set it up right now just to get people like that because I feel that coming right now. Like, I can really feel it. And I start getting the way up. Yeah, I, like it's almost to the point to where you won't see me at all. Like I didn't even post on my the. I looked on my page. I was like, when did I post this? When they when they reposted your um that you guys were going to be on the show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, when did you all post? Like I didn't even know I posted anything. So yeah, like it's getting to the point to where yeah, me and social media. I'm I'm just kind of pulling back, but I need that every now and then. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 just to kind of got go. to self care. Yeah, Absolutely, self care. Twenty twenty. I'm telling your you, energy. Yes. 2022, I got I got good Daryl energy coming for y'all, but Ashe. Uh, yeah, not not right now, y'all. I love it. <laughs> so not right now. <laughs> not right I mean, now. Recharge. Yeah. Bruce, what yeah. you got going on? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just living my life. Uh probably gonna be eating some of this big boy barbecue sauce on something at the house, you know. Shout out to Big Boy Barbecue Sauce. Yeah. Um on the 25th, I'm gonna be uh playing in East Atlanta at the uh Southern Feed store for the East Atlanta Strut um, Festival that's going on. So, you know, I got that going on. It's the next little thing. I'm going to try to actually pop out then to um, Eye Lounge for a, a quick moment if, if I'm able to on Sunday. But, yeah, man, you know, I'm just, you know, keeping it low key. I got some records I got to organize and, uh, you know. Oh, man, tell me about it. You know, some some things I'm trying to trying to work on. So, yeah. Well, shout out to everybody doing everything this weekend. Be safe, everybody. Mask up. You know, do whatever you do, but just be safe. Yes. Um, shout out to uh, Vinyl and Vibes. You said this is number 16 coming up? 16. Yeah, sweet 16. Yep. Wow. That's it's, crazy. Shout like, out to we, Johnny every, Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much all of us on here did number one, didn't we? Then you, Bruce, you did one, didn't you? Um, I think I was on one. You I were on one? And weren't you on one, too? Didn't you, Daniel? Think I think I may have were yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you were on one, I was on one. Yeah. Yeah, yep. We were wow. all on the very first one. Deliver and here he here he is at 16, 16 down the line. Yeah. Yeah, number six. Shout out to Johnny Dynamite. Man, yeah, shout out to him, man. Out, Keep your movement going on. And shout out to you guys, man. I love what you guys are doing. Keep pushing, you know, everything that you guys are doing, man. Being a strong, positive voice, um, especially in a day and age where, you know, people aren't speaking up. So mm -hmm. just shout out to what you guys are doing. Love to what you're doing. Um, if you are watching this, I know people audibly are like, what do they do? Well, they have a podcast <laughs> called Q Points Podcast. That's at Q Points. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. Um, there you can get all the links. Um, follow at DJ Sir Daniel. Follow at 
J-Ray is the name. Um, all of that will be available on the SoundCloud page. Just click it, follow them, support Q Point, support their movement because they're doing some big things out here, man. And uh, Bruce, man, next week we got Blaze returning to the screen, man. So we're going to have a little fun, man. It's going to be like a family reunion. Um, our, our two guests these past couple of weeks have, have definitely held it down, man. Like good guests like, you know, two points and Jay Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, without further ado, guys, thank you for um, just getting down with us. And this has been absolutely. I, I forgot what episode this is of Music Is The Key, <laughs> but you will see it <laughs> as soon 29. as you see it. Something like 29, that. Yeah. 29. All right. Wow. Jay Ray, we got some catching up to do. We got some catching up to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bless the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs>